Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Market had its worst day since March as Treasury yield jump slams tech stocks. That is the headline that popped up on my phone today. <laughs> oh my goodness. As I've told you, don't be headline chasers, but that one is a little bit scary. Nobody likes to see that. The treasury yield jump. I mean, what in the heck does that have to do with tech stocks? Shouldn't treasury yields only affect the bond market? Plus, it didn't even jump that high. What is going on? You know, we're going to dive into all that today and talk about why the market took such a big hit. Um, today is September 28th of 2021, in case you're listening to this later. But um, yeah, really brutal day in the market so far. But before we get into any of that, thank you guys always for tuning in to the Wealth Accelerator podcast. Yeah, market was a bummer today, I know, but hopefully everything else in your world is going well. My name is Hunter Lowry, and I'm a financial advisor located in Northern California. And the goal for this show is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. And, you know, speaking about the short-term wealth part, I was talking with a new potential Ramsey client the other day. And if you're not familiar with Dave Ramsey, basically, he's a public figure in the financial planning space with a very strict, very, very strict game plan on how to best handle personal finances. And I mean, the very, very Spark Notes version is no debt, live below your means, and invest for retirement. And The Ramsey Show, it's a very popular show, YouTube live stream and podcast. They have a huge following all around the world. So being that I am a Dave Ramsey Smart SmartVestor Pro, his listeners will go onto his website and they will schedule a call to talk with a local SmartVestor Pro in their area. So if you live in Northern California, somewhere around the greater Sacramento area, and you go onto the Dave Ramsey website to schedule a call, guess who's going to be calling you? Uh, me. <laughs> so when I'm talking about potential new Ramsey clients, basically that's where these people are coming from. And as you can imagine, when people put their information in for these calls, you have zero idea who you're going to be talking to. Somebody, or sometimes it's somebody with $10 million in a super complicated situation and they want to get some very complex stuff figured out. And sometimes it's somebody just trying to figure out how to get out of debt and everything in between. But really, it's allowed me to expand myself into even a larger market and help even more people achieve their goals. But this person that I was speaking with last week, they were thinking about retiring in the next three years or so, and they wanted to know what to do with their retirement investments before that time frame came up. Right now, their investments, they were sitting inside of an annuity, getting them an average return of about 3% a year, they told me, for the last 15 or so years. And the question was, should they take it out of that account, invest in the open market, and be much more aggressive to try to get a good return before they retire and make a lot of money before they end up wanting to live off of that nest egg that they've built. And my answer to them was first off, yes, definitely roll it out. I mean, 3% annual return, we can all agree that's not very good. <laughs> but I dang sure did not want them to take on a lot of risk right now. 
First off, because of the concerns I have with our markets over the next couple of years. And second off, because if we do see a major pullback, this person does not have the time frame to wait and recoup those losses to build back up their nest egg. But it's a real thing that people think, you know, oh yeah, I'm behind on where I want to be, but no biggie. I'll just get ultra aggressive over the next year and make up for the last 15 or so years. But that's not the way it works and not the way I would advise anyone go about their investments. And that's part of the reason why it is so, so awesome to me when people do start early on. But if it's later in life for you and you feel behind, don't force it. Don't go for the home run. Focus on consistent growth and then just budget to be able to increase your investments rather than increasing your returns drastically. Okay, that was a little off track, sorry, but <laughs> I just got to thinking about that with the family legacy over short-term wealth. That conversation just popped into my mind. But back to the main topic of today. Why did the increase in interest rates cause such a drastic decline in the market today? I kind of want to walk you through that process and what that looks like. Realistically, interest rates, they play a large role of what company profits are going to look like down the road. And that's because the interest rates are obviously an indication of the cost that somebody pays for the use of somebody else's money. So here's the train of thought of exactly how interest rates affect corporate profits. When interest rates rise, the short-term borrowing costs for financial institutions, it increases. Since it is now going to cost financial institutions or banks more to borrow money, then the banks go ahead and increase rates that they're going to charge their customers to borrow money. So the consumer, we get higher rates on credit cards, mortgages, and other loans. Now, higher rates to the consumer means that the consumer feels poor and they have less overall discretionary income. Less discretionary income means less spending money, which directly hurts business profits. So the business is hit with higher borrowing costs as well as lower consumer spending patterns. They get a double whammy there. And as we talk about a lot on this show, the market's a forward-looking mechanism. It does not mean that profits has necessarily already began to fall, but it means investors are speculating lower corporate earnings in the future. Now, we coupled this interest rate rise with the potential Fed tapering, government policies for debt ceilings coming out soon, big problems with the Evergrande in China, and we have investors who are worried now locking in gains, which is why we are seeing tech being the biggest sell-off. These large growth companies who have been so red hot and extremely volatile, these are the companies that could be hurt the most with these changes in our economy going forward. But that didn't mean that tech was the only thing to say, to sell off today. We saw a number of equity positions across a lot of different asset classes have sell-offs today. And you know, as I'm talking about this right now, I, there's a lot more to dive into. We actually did a SWOT analysis in our investment committee meeting today, meaning that we're looking at strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats of the overall market right now. And really, there's a lot to unpack. I mean, we I want to go into a deeper conversation of what it actually means for the Fed to taper and what really is going on with Evergrande in China and how is that going to affect our markets, as well as what does that mean for the opportunity side of everything right now? How is that going to affect what we should be investing in going forward? And that's going to be a lot to dive into. So I think I'm going to break this up into a few different episodes, but I'll stop there with just the interest rate part today. Hopefully you have a better understanding of how interest rates affect corporate profits and why that causes a decline in the overall marketplace. So we'll keep going with this theme and unpacking some of the different threats that are current that we're currently facing within the market. But as I keep saying, guys, if this is scaring you and if this is giving you a negative gut feeling in your stomach, 
then you're overexposed and you need to readdress your game plan that you have going forward. And if you'd like help with that, if you'd like help reviewing your investments and talking about your different goals that you have, that you have then you can go to my website at hunterlarry.com and you can schedule a free one-on-one consultation with myself and we'll go through all that with you. So I'll be back next time with some more threats that I think are currently facing the marketplace. But for now, go check on your investments. Make sure that you're comfortable with your current game plan. And make sure that game plan is something that you feel comfortable is going to weather the volatility that we're probably going to have going forward. All right, guys. It's a great day to have a great day. Thanks for listening and take care.